I'm Rachel Stewart, host of Biscuits and Bach. Today I'm talking with Sir James Galway, probably the best known and best loved flutist working in the world today. What do you mean probably? I don't know. <laughs> if you say it's definitely, then it's definitely. definitely. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you're in Charlotte to perform a couple of pieces with the Charlotte Symphony. One of them is the Mozart Flute Concerto Number no. 2. And there's all this stuff out on the internet about how Mozart maybe didn't like the flute very much. Yeah, he didn't. What do you make of that? Well, I lived in a street full of four, 44 houses, and they all hated the flute, too. <laughs> Was this when you were young? No, yeah, sure. Yeah, you know what happened? I, I used to practice all the time, and I got used to it. And then I went to college in London, came back at Christmas, started playing the flute, and everybody, hey, shut up! But to get back to the question about Mozart and the flute, I mean, I would have hated it too because the flute at those, in those times was like a glorified Baroque flute and they hadn't figured out the intonation on it. It was incredibly out of tune. Oh. So you had to be something of a real true virtuoso to play those sort of instruments. And he was writing some of this music. I don't know if the concerto, but for an amateur, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. But that didn't stop him. I mean, he he wrote a very good and a very difficult virtuoso concerto. Can you just tell us a little bit about the piece? You know, what is it that you enjoy yeah. playing? Yeah, well, first of all, it's in three movements. The first movement is a straightforward concerto-type sonata-type movement. The second movement is in 3-4, and it's like a little serenade. And the last movement is a, a rondo. And what I like about it is it's full of scales and arpeggios, and I'm very good at those sort of things, <laughs> <laughs> having practiced them. As all your neighbors can attest. Yeah, they can. <laughs> <laughs> well, they all had something in common with Mozart. They all hated the flute. <laughs> they must have been geniuses. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so so is, it the, is that what you like the most about playing Mozart? the arpeggios and the level of no, difficulty? No, I enjoy, I enjoy the sort of um, challenge of getting it right every time. Well, I want to ask you about box music because the program that I host on WDAV is called Biscuits and Bach. It's a Sunday morning Baroque show. Ah, okay. And we, we also talk about food sometimes, and I'll get to that in a minute. But um, tell me about playing Bach. So many musicians talk about how important his music is to them. How do well, you feel about him? Uh, well, first of all, he, he is the composer. He, he put down the rules for everybody else to follow. And his son, uh, Carl Philip Emanuel, wrote, for example, the, uh, the handbook on the piano. Mozart would tell his pupils, don't come to a lesson without Carl Philip's book. So the family, the Bach family, was very well established as being the, the leading musicians. And, of course, the music that he wrote is incredible. Well, let's just move on to... Um the other part of the show that I do that has to do with food ah. because we listen or we we air the show on Sunday morning when people maybe have a little more time to kick back and do what they want to do mm -hmm. so how about you on Sunday morning we'll start there do you get many Sunday mornings off well yeah we try to we do actually try to get the weekend free we don't do much on Sunday morning you know we sort of have breakfast what do you and have? we cook it ourselves because the staff has a day off on Sunday. So what do you cook? Actually, nothing, because we have always fruit. And my wife, she eats yogurt, but I'm not a big yogurt fan. So I do mean, you just eat the fruit? I just eat the fruit, yeah. What about um, coffee, tea? Well, 
yeah. soda bread. My, my wife is a total tea addict, so we have tea. And, uh, we, you know, we listen to the radio on Sunday morning uh, because there's a very good music program in Switzerland. Is it classical music? Oh, yes. And it's no talking. Just They just announce the piece and that's it. <laughs> a lot of people seem to be fond of that that style of presentation. <laughs> yeah, well, I like it. I mean, I don't want to know the history of the... I mean, I already know some of the stuff, but I mean, I think they lose a lot of uh, listeners by telling them all sorts of stuff about the piece. I mean, like Mahler three. I don't want to hear about how Mahler had a pimple on his nose when he wrote it or whatever. I just want to listen to the piece. I don't know. I think I might like to hear about that. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, I wish those liner notes actually had more information like yeah. that. <laughs> but this Bach piece that we're playing, we're playing one piece by Bach, and it's a really famous piece from the B minor suite. It's this uh, Badinery. Badinery. Right, yeah. That one. That's pretty fast. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so is that a challenge with your scales and all? No, that? not really. Not really, because I've played it so many times that I really know it. Right, you could play it in your sleep probably. Right? Yeah, well, uh, well, no, I don't think I could play it in my sleep. I haven't tried that yet. But, um, <laughs> you know, repetition does do something for, for you. You know, I, I heard an interview with uh, Al Pacino, and he said that he was, doing a, he was doing a piece, I forget what it was, it might have even been a Shakespeare piece where he was something like King Lear or somebody. He said he never really got into it until about performance 84 when he walked on the stage and suddenly he realized, I'm the king. You see, so it's with this Mozart concerto when I play it so many times, I get to know every corner and every little nook and cranny in it. How long have you been playing it? Just out of curiosity, do you know? Well, I first sort of Got the music when I was about 14, but I had no idea at that time because, you know, I didn't know one piece by Mozart except the Anna Kleiner Nock music. And I think you need to really know uh, a lot of music by the particular composer in order to put the thing into perspective and into the right style. Can you say a little bit about, um, and I know we could compare many different composers, but since we've been talking about Mozart and Bach, who many people consider to be the top composers ever. Don't forget Beethoven. I'm not forgetting Beethoven. Brahms. Well, if you want to bring them Schubert. up, that'd be... So, so do you... <laughs> <laughs> How do you approach, or do you have to approach their music differently? But I'll tell you one thing about these composers, about playing their music. It is essential to know the music of the composer, not just the piece you're playing. You know, for example, I know the St. Matthew Passion. I've played tons of times. St. John Passion, Christmas Oratorio, uh, the Brandenburg Concertos, and the B Minor Suite. So these are all the things that I've played from Bach. And of course, I've listened to people play his organ works, you know, the famous Toccata and Fugue and things like this. And all these things somewhere in you spark off a way of being and a way to play. Actually, you don't just play classical music. You have performed with artists of different genres even uh tempo libre for example pretty different from mozart yeah so it's a pink floyd yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was funny Uh, uh, i was in berlin at that time doing a concert and i saw their advertised they were going to play at the wall and i thought what i'll do is i'll book a hotel a couple of rooms and bring my kids plus my godchildren to the concert 
And when I got home, there was an invitation from Roger Waters to play in it. And I thought, whoopee, we can all get backstage, you know. <laughs> so they all got backstage and got Hard Rock Cafe, Wall Berlin <laughs> T-shirts. <laughs> I mean, it, was, it was great. So what was it like playing with Pink Floyd? Amazing. I mean, it's a, it's a very big professional music factory. I have all the records. It's my favorite band. I, I mean, that. you know, because it's sort of more symphonic than some of the other bands. What other um, genres have you? Well, you've done some traditional Irish music yeah, too. Yeah, but I, I like the blues and and I, I like Dean Martin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you like that smooth voice? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I like his Hawaiian approach, you know. Oh. <laughs> never thought of it that way. <laughs> so is it safe to say then you don't really see many boundaries between these types of music? Or do you still? Oh, yes. I mean, it's quite a different thing playing uh, a track with a Pink Floyd and playing a, a Bach sonata. I mean, you have to realize when you're playing a Bach sonata, it's written by someone who writes for God, and you have to approach it, approach it with this deep philosophical feeling for the music. It's not one where you go prancing around all over the stage, although some people do that, and they think that gives something to Bach. Don't ask me what it gives to them. A show, maybe. Yeah, but in the end, it doesn't work. You know, there's nothing like standing and delivering a real in-depth look at the music. I have one more question, and it's back to the food. Have you been, how many times have you been in the South, like this part of the United States? Uh, quite a few. Have you ever eaten a Southern breakfast? Uh, yes, with grits, you mean. Uh-huh. Yeah, I got a friend who cooks them really good. What's so good about them? Well, he does it different. I forget now what's different. He explained it to me once. Hmm. He probably cooks them slow. Well, isn't it? Well, that's a way to cook them, isn't it? You can't mm. cook them fast. Some people um, try, though. No, no good. And out of the packet? Uh, mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, you know what you're talking about. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I know a good plate of grits when I see it. <laughs> How about a southern biscuit? Have you sampled well, those? No, I'm not into biscuits. I'm, I'm generally not into bread things. But my friend's name is George Foreman, and he's he, he's in the University of Georgia, and he cooks mean grits, I tell you. And he took me to another place where they cooked Southern, and I forget what I had, but I nearly died. <laughs> you name it, it was deep fried several times. <laughs> well, having been to... Uh parts of the UK, not necessarily Northern Ireland, but Scotland. There's a lot of that there too, isn't there? Oh yeah. But you know, in England and Scotland and Ireland and Wales, it is getting better. You know, they ha- they do have a few Michelin star restaurants around. And in Belfast, they had one restaurant where everybody used to just take a plane from London. And 40 minutes later, you were sitting in the restaurant in Belfast. Because it, it was, was a Michelin star place? Or? Yeah. Really good place. What's the everyday kind of food like, though, these days? Has it changed since you were growing up? Oh, yeah, sure. You know, they, they have all these expert people writing books on food, and people expect better food these days. More variety. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all I have for today, unless there's something else you'd like to add. Is there anything you'd like to say about the Chimarosa that you're going to play with Oh, the Chimarosa. No, it's a fun piece. It's really a fun piece. It's very Italian, you know. And it has all the sort of knick-knack things that composers do in Italy, you know. And you're playing that with Lady Jean? Yeah. 
Um, and we're also playing a piece of Mozart, especially for tonight. A friend of mine uh, arranged it. I found it in Mozart's fax machine when I visited him there. <laughs> and uh, he had this beautiful wooden fax machine, and it had gone wrong, you know, it was running Windows. <laughs> 1750 and it broken down so I got this piece of music he was sending it to Salieri for an update and I sent it to a friend of mine in, in England who's an expert on stolen manuscripts and he realised it for two flutes and orchestra and we're going to play the first performance in Charlotte tonight. Are you the only ones who've ever performed it? I think so in this particular form. Interesting. Mm. Okay so Charlotte's in for something new. Yeah. That's old. Well, thank you very much, Sir James, for spending a little bit of time with us today. Pleasure. Chatting. Thank you.